I have decided that AMG is one of the best, if not the best brands for enthusiasts who want very high-performance driving, extreme high-performance driving, but okay. still need practicality. Because okay. there's many sports cars that offer extremely high performance and sure. excellent driving sure. dynamics, yeah. but they're not practical in any way, shape, or form. Sure. But here's AMG putting out on their smallest car. Mm-hmm. It's still $70,000, but on yes. their smallest sedan, it's called a coupe, but it's a sedan. It's that I Mercedes still don't understand that. coupe styling. Coupe. It's the four-door coupe thing that they are so excited about. It's and got the, the doors. BMW did the grand coupe. Yeah. They're, they're essentially slinky-looking four-doors. They're slinky sedans. Nevertheless, they have yes. applied their AMG magic mm-hmm. to this smallest sedan, mm-hmm. and it is superb. It's spectacular. I can't tell you how much I like it. Okay. But you might be asking, well, why would you pay $70,000? Why on earth mm-hmm. would you go pay that much money. That is a lot of money. Yes. The base price of this is $55,000, yes. which is no small chunk either. Absolutely. Let's start with the engine. There's yes. really two big things about this car. First is the power output, and then there's the torsional rigidity. That makes a car superb to drive. Sure. But the power output, AMG, Mercedes, has told us that this is the highest output turbocharged four-cylinder engine in series production on the planet in the world. Well, it is it is a two liter four cylinder which everyone puts in every what? car on the planet, and the power they get out of this is far and away beyond everybody else. Three hundred and eighty four horsepower, three hundred and fifty four pound feet of torque. That's so a lot. Nearly, nearly four hundred horsepower out of a two liter turbo from the factory, which means it has a warranty. I know yes, there's somebody out yes, there that has got a two-liter turbo with even more power and whatever, and it might blow up next. But week. it's reliable. But this is coming off the production line with a warranty at nearly 400 horsepower for a two-liter four-cylinder turbo. That's astounding. It's shocking that that's the power that they've got. <laughs> I'm putting this in manual mode so I can shift. Yes. Because I just want to hear the crackle. Oh uh, yes, you're all about the crackle. Cr- crackly crack. Mm-hmm. Well, to do this kind of power output. As with any car, the biggest enemy is heat. Yes. And the big story here is thermal management, or to be more succinct, thermal efficiency. Different than the 35, the lower generation, the Mm -hmm. lower flavor of this. Which still has 300 horsepower, by the way. Which is still great. Yeah. Mercedes has taken this engine and spun it on its vertical axis 180 degrees. So the exhaust manifolds and the turbocharger are facing the firewall, so they're closest to us right now. Yes. That means the piping, the ducting up front, there's less diversions for the piping, and it's shorter. So that means they've kind of separated the cooling from the exhaust. Not like they've done for F1 with the turbo on the (laughs) F1 car. Not that far, yes. It makes me think, I can't help thinking that some of that F1 racing thinking Mm. has trickled down even to their lowest, smallest sedan. Possibly. They gave us this. They've offered this to us. Mm -hmm. And they have almost re-engineered the front end just to be able to do that. Think about that. You spin the engine around... All the points where you mount the transmission, everything changes. Yeah. And that has helped them get this power output. And it's astounding. There's a l- just ever so much turbo lag. Just just a little bit. But then... <laughs> it has an absurd amount of power. 
It's, it's, this is like a 3,600-pound package, and it may as well be 2,000. It just rockets this <laughs> yeah, thing down the road. It is amazing that they have so much power out of what you know is a tiny power plant. And the thing I keep laughing oh, about is this is the same size so engine crazy. that honestly probably powers more cars in the world than any other size engine on the planet. Oh, the 2-liter four-cylinder is the world's most ubiquitous engine. Yeah, true. And, and here, <laughs> listen to this. Wow. Mercedes has turned it into some sort of adult drug addict. It's just they they are it's just a rabid we are the drug addicts. Angry. Now. Such a powerful engine. None of the specs. We we talk a lot about how specs don't define a car. None of True. the specs in this make any sense when you see what the engine is. True. Or even when you see what True. the car is. It's like, why on earth is that that way? Why does it have that much power? Why does it have drift mode? This has drift mode. It's an all-wheel drive can't system. Believe it. That yeah. can send power to the rear, of course, because it's designed as a front-wheel drive chassis. So it sends power to the rear. But then it has clutch packs to send power to an individual wheel on either side. And yeah. it has drift mode, which means it can go all rear. This awesome. Is mad, it's, but it's madness. I mean, you, you see yes. small little Mercedes sedan. You don't expect the power. You don't expect the price. You don't expect the drift mode. What is going on here? It's but very fun, though. 70000 all in. You think, mm-hmm. okay, you get this kind of power. You get the re-engineered engine and the layout. But you also get this torsional rigidity. They have gone after the entire body structure. They've put a plate underneath the engine in addition to putting essentially what amounts to gusseting yeah. on, in the underbody to make everything really, really stiff. You can feel it. Including a rigid member to the, the steering rack. Uh-huh. And that just transmits everything into your steering. Mm-hmm. Now, there's, interestingly, a little bit of steering feel here. There's some, but it's precision, which is what I really like. This thing is so precise through corners, yeah. and with the AMG Dynamics, they introduce a little bit of braking on the inner rear wheel through a corner, and it just rotates the car a little bit. The whole point is fun. Yeah, That's the entire yeah. point yeah. of giving us all this re-engineered stuff. That, that's all they're doing is just make it more fun in a little package. It's, it's fascinating how much of a laugh this car is, and I do agree with you. The stiffness is, is extreme to the point that actually the comfort mode is no longer really comfortable. The, the comfort <laughs> mode is like the normal sport mode for most cars. That's comfort in this. There's right. not really a comfort mode, though I don't think you really were seeking one out anyway. Once you get up into <laughs> Super Sport, they have Sport Plus and Race. It's so stiff, you're just sitting here going, what's going on? And by the way, you don't have to get this car with adaptive suspension. It, it makes the price mm-hmm. a lot more, but it's about this is what five grand. Yeah. This is how you want to spec the car. Now, let me bring up a Cayman, because a base Cayman is mid-60s, mm-hmm. and then you do things to it that you really want, and then it's over the price of this car, sure. and it's actually less efficient. It's, it's not that functional as, as, as much Certainly as this car is. Certainly not as usable as this, yes. I agree with that. So think about that. Put it came in perspective. And then let me bring up the BMW M2 CS, which is an astounding car. Mm -hmm. The BMW has 444 horsepower. It makes more power. And I know you can get it with a manual transmission. This is two-tenths of a second slower. It's usable. You get the Recaro seats. You get the night package. So all the trim is blacked out. The canards, have you seen the canards on the front? That's an extra package all by itself. The aero pack that adds canards. Yeah, uh uh-huh. So you get all this now for $70,000. Doesn't seem like quite so much now when you compare it to the performance of a Cayman and a BMW M2 CS. Look at this car. Extreme high-performance driving. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of fun to drive. I think it looks great. 
look at what Mercedes is doing with just surface alone. There's not a lot of lines going everywhere. It's yeah. just surface, yeah. and they're using actually highlights to design everything. And it's interesting. It's fun to look at. It feels luxurious. It's well-built. I'm such a fan of AMG because they're such a great all-arounder. Yeah. High performance, but still usable. You think, well, sure. Is- because, do a road trip because they're the hot rod kings and they're hot rodding all the Mercedes products. Yes. So the Mercedes product comes to them already more usable than a lot yes. of other things. And now they're taking it and going extreme hot rod and we wind up here, which is yes. nuts. Now this is the last, pretty much the last of the MBUX system that we really like before everything is changed over to new Mercedes systems yeah. here. But it's still excellent. We really yeah, like it. Great. The seats are amazing. Recaro seats, seats are fantastic. You get the seat package. Yes. They're thin and they've got the hard shell back on them. That's the way your package yeah. is well spent. The, the, I, I, honestly, the <laughs> seats are spectacular. There's other stuff in there. Yeah. But you get the performance steering wheel. Mm-hmm. So you're at a high level. You're at AMG level in the smallest car. It's pretty good. Yeah, they've done well. They've All done right. well here. I have many things to say. Well, you need to experience the crackle, the pop when you okay. run off. All right. That's the we'll best do. part. We'll do. We all want to talk about the go-fast parts. We're thinking of putting on our vehicles... But what about the stop fast parts? Brakes are an essential part of your vehicle's maintenance and upgrading is better than just simply replacing. You can transform your vehicle into a stopping powerhouse with a power stop brake upgrade kit that includes carbon ceramic brake pads, drilled and slotted rotors, and all the stainless steel hardware that you need to complete your upgrade. Power Stop is on a mission to provide a complete and affordable brake upgrade kit for pretty much every vehicle on the road. If you tow, they have that. Off-road, track days, they have all that as well. They even have kits for brand new vehicles like our Toyota GR86. Take care of your brakes and even improve them by heading to PowerStop.com and entering your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder that'll match you with the right brake kit for your vehicle. You want to just go driving fast in this car. That's what for it sure. allows the, you to the, do. This feels special and like it's ready to drive fast when you're driving slow. In comfort mode, it feels yes. special. And that's because it is so very stiff and it has so much power yep. all the time. Yep. When you are driving this slowly, it still feels like you did something cool and you bought something special. And that's interesting because a lot of powerful cars, honestly, when you drive them in slow situations... They don't feel special anymore. I'm glad you brought that up because and it's this, usually you got to go the yes. high limits to go find that fun. Yes. And it does it at low speed. This does feel special even at low speeds. Another thing that's interesting is this one has an 8-speed dual clutch. Mm-hmm. The lower two, including the AMG 35, have a 7-speed dual clutch. So this has a different transmission than the lower, lower levels, for your money. Which is very interesting. They had to because they flopped the engine. So much bespoke stuff going into this car. And usually you think, well, from the 35 to the 45, it's just a little bit of power and yeah. you know maybe some trim, often is, trim yeah. badges here. They have extensively re-engineered the car to do this version. There's a lot going on here, and it is very fascinating. The big struggle I have with this car, because it is very, very fun, is the price compared to the market while in search of a buyer. Because I think if okay. you have 70 grand to spend, you're going to buy a bigger car than this. You're spending seventy grand. You're not looking at the little guys. Okay. If you're looking at the little guys, you're shopping little guys all-wheel drive. You're shopping WRX. Well, now that's half the cost of this. Sure. And that buyer, only if they hit the lottery, is going to step up to this car. If you're right. going to say, right. I'm going to spend seventy grand on, on Mercedes, does that buyer think this car? They should. This car is great, and they should. I think that buyer overlooks this car. Which is problematic, even though this, we've talked about it before on some of these things, this feels like the grown-up hot hatch guy. I love that Mercedes does this. Mm -hmm. 
but I feel like their AMG SUVs, I see a broader take rate for that. This feels like a niche, niche car to me. Like a sure. very small number of buyers for this. And look, the cornering spectacular. The grip is immense <laughs> in this car. You just you it's chuck so it into special. a corner. And here's the other thing about it. If you get a little bit of understeer, the front tires start to, squirt, to scream at you, you get a little bit of power and it tucks itself around. Right. It, you can fix with the throttle, right. which is something you normally don't see, certainly not in a front-wheel drive architecture all-wheel drive system. That shouldn't happen. How can I fix it with the throttle? You can. You can fix it with the throttle, which is amazing. But the car that I really think is the struggle, you, you got close, and that is, I think, the non-CS M2 is the real competition here. It's not CS. The competition okay. version of the M2, okay. that has similar power. It's all rear-wheel drive, and yeah. it does have a manual transmission. You can get it with manual. So if you're that. an enthusiast that is chasing a, I want a really kind of small, compact, feeling sports car with back seats. Yeah. You don't have doors on the M2, but you gain manual transmission and rear-wheel drive only. If you're an all-wheel drive person, though, this is your alt, and it's yeah. fantastic, and it is very similar in price to the non-CS, the competition version of the M2 is very similar in price to this, if you can find one. So I think that's the car this really competes with. This is more versatile because it has extra doors, and it's more versatile doors. because it's all-wheel drive. I look at it as the alternative to the two-door sports cars that we love. Sure. You're looking for even a Supra, or you're looking at a Cayman, or anything at the high level that is a two-door, very focused sports car, and because of functionality, you are prevented from you buying it. You can't get it, sure. That's where this comes into play. That's why everybody looks at M2s, and they've kind of owned that market. Mm -hmm. We've recommended M2s constantly when you want that performance, and you can you know, afford it, you're willing to pay for it, yeah. you know what yeah. you're getting. It has kind of stood alone until this came along. Yeah, I like how it looks better, actually. Interesting. Okay. And I'm I'm so in love with AMG. I love Mercedes one builder. Here we go. One engine. Listen to that. I don't care if it's piped in. It shouldn't I do that. That's it, great. it genuinely should not do that. It's it's That's shocking fantastic. how powerful it is. And, and the, the speed at which you get to, I'm going to get arrested, numbers is amazing. I'll yes. tell you something else I discovered that is a real laugh in this. If you do what I just did, you floor it, you go through a few gears, the map in the center of the gauge cluster zooms out. <laughs> it just assumes you're going to cover some ground. It, it stays real close, but it right. automatically, I saw it happen more than once, right. it zooms itself out like, oh, we're really going to cover some ground here. It's Autobahn speeds. So I think it's hysterical. They're expecting you to go fast. The car wants to go fast. And all of these packages on it, it feels, to what you said earlier, it feels like you bought a full-on dedicated sports car. And then you step yeah. out and you go, oh, it's a little Mercedes sedan and I have yeah. two extra doors. That is surprising because really it does have that feel. This also feels like an upscale version of what Honda has done so brilliantly with the Civic Type R. It's that car oh, that okay. it, it sure. performs sure. beyond what you expect when you look at it. But you think, well, you know, I need a dad car, I need four doors, I need some usability. That should be really good. And then you get in and it drives really well. This is twice the price of a Civic Type R, but well, it is a not, lot nicer not quite. in here. Civic Type Rs are 40 grand, yes. every bit of 40 grand. Yes. They're expensive. But still, this is the German Type R. It is. It is the and German Type it R. It now has the all-wheel drive that everybody everybody wished the Civic Type R That's had true. until maybe Acura will come out with something and, you know, surprise and delight us. But this car. Eight speeds. Oh, this car. And an absurd two-liter engine. Completely absurd. Love this thing. 